What the fuck is wrong with me? Maybe I'm just a machine. Mm. I feel like a dream. What? I just don't feel anything. I don't remember the rest of the words. Rain down on me. What? Rain down on me. I got all these bitches on me. So why do I feel so lonely? I hope we don't have to pay them for that. No, we don't sound that good. It's fine. Like, Yo, but sure, still. I'm sure somebody tried to Shazam that. It would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't think it's... Yo, first of all, show some respect. Right? I don't okay. think Nah, I know, I know my voice is trash. It's cool, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. Yo, but, first of all, my hey, we were lovely. All, we were all singing that, okay? Just it was like Monica vibes. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. If you, yeah, I write it. I was like, I don't know if we can quantify that as singing. Such expectations. Right? I liked it. It was good. But as you know, it's the fresh, young, perspective crew. Hey. It's me, your boy, the Mad Mandem, aka Mr. Hit Them High Notes, aka the Last Minute King, aka passing over to the next side. Jeez. All right. It's Queen Midas, aka my friends call me Shaw. What's up, Queen Midas? Hit me on Twitter. Uh, hit us on Fresh Young Perspective or Fresh Young P. Fresh Young P on Twitter. On Twitter. Fresh Young Perspective on Instagram where we have all these concert videos for you. Yo, trust me. And we always get good seats and we always have a good time. So check that shit out. Support, support, support. We don't always get good seats. Yo. Sometimes they're expensive. We get better <laughs> seats than most people. <laughs> Facts. If you, went, if you check in on our Fresh Young Perspective next week around this time. Yeah, around this time the episode comes out, you will be able to see our not-so-good seats, but we'll be at 444 with Jigga Man. Or no, I should have said, bomb, bomb. <laughs> bomb, bomb, Bella. And the last person. Uh, it's Marta at Bliss's Beast. There we go. <laughs> All right, I liked it. That I liked it, I liked it, I liked it. We did it. it. Took a long time. You know, but we got it out you. There we go, Beast Mode. Right? Beast size. Yo. So. Well, how does it feel, man? We made it to ten. This is Ooh. this is ten right here. Yo, this isn't ten. It's X. It's oh, oh okay. We hit it to it's iPhone X. number. See, but <laughs> the iPhone go. is the eight, so we didn't. Really it's technically the nine. It's technically I mean, the nine. Whatever. Oh, it's the nine. Yeah. It's the nine. I just it's, know the it's the iX. Yeah. And, and it's really stupid. It's the iPhone. Bro, iX. like, can y'all just let it go? No, just let it go. <laughs> I'm, I'm right. not even holding it. What, how, what do you want okay, me to not let it go? This is episode. For us, it's episode 10. X, yes. <laughs> episode 10, it feels yeah. good. What we know? will talk about is, you know, we'll link back and talk about other things that happened in the past nine episodes. Yes. yes. As well as catch you up what we've been up to, what we've been seeing. You know, it's just because we haven't been recording doesn't mean we haven't been busy, fam. Yo, we've been Trust me, we've been busy. out here. We've been steeped in the culture like hot tea, my guy. Hey! <laughs> so, like that fresh cup of green I just had. Trust. Mm. So we're going to put this all together for you in this episode. The main topic is kind of going to be what makes a good show, right? Mm-hmm. What makes a good live show? Because we've seen, you know, not a subtle flex right quick, but we've <laughs> seen a couple shows in this last little bit. We were at Three Days in Teal. We oh. saw Earth Gang and J.I.D. Yeah, yeah. We saw Claremont the Second. Bomb, bomb. We saw Flying Lotus. Goddamn. And like I said, next week we're seeing Jigga Man. Mm-hmm. So not just counting... The ones that I listed, we've seen a couple of shows in our time, and we think that we've narrowed it down. What makes a good show? Yo, we know for a fact. I know it in my hearts of hearts. There we go. Write it in our chess piece. Chess piece. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, to start, how about we talk about Three Days in T.O., Alfred Phoenix, put on by Red Bull. Hey! Okay, so we went to the third and final night, which was the quote-unquote hip-hop night. So, okay. it featured Tory Lanez was the headliner. Hey. It was hosted by Jazz Cartier. Jacuzzi! And it featured Come Down. And who else? Killy. Um... Other people. <laughs> there Yo, were a couple other, of guests. Other, yeah. art, other artists. And oh yeah, and a lot of uh, surprise guests that Jazz brought out. Yeah. Like Smoke Dog and other people from Halal Gang. It was pretty sick. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm, full disclosure, not a huge Tory Lanez fan. I'm going to start there. Okay, fair um, enough. But. Like a controller. <laughs> Yo, first of all. You gotta give him props for that. Oh no, yeah, his version is the version. His version is for sure the buyer. His version is the version. No, for sure, true. Okay. Um, you know that a man's wavy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He just so the first part of the show, which featured Come Down and Jazz Cartier, did a couple tracks, which were awesome, very good. Um, and like four outfit changes. Yeah. <laughs> like he can only... Low-key the best part. But, yeah. Like it, was, like it was like the Oscars or something. You know when you right? perform and you come out and the host yeah. comes back in the next outfit and you're like, weren't you just enough? Okay. No, that's yeah. love. Fucking CTS did that shit too. Right? I was like, wait, what? Yeah. All right. Had a couple Get your Beyonce but... moments on. So the first part of the show was high energy, fun. Crowd was really into it. All right. And then, so Jazz Cartier was like, we got Tory Lanez coming up next. DJ starts playing, which is fine. DJ was playing all night. Okay. DJ plays for maybe an hour and a half. To the point where I don't know why the fuck this is a thing, but she was playing the same songs over and over again. It's like, you know when she started with the set and she's like, her yeah. all right, my plan set's going to be like 40 minutes. Yeah. And then she's like, well, Tori Lane still ain't here. Let's just start back the set. So I don't understand how you fucking call yourself a DJ and then only have a 40 minute set planned and then are like, oh, I'm out of songs now. I'm going to play the same shit that I already played. This God is a damn. huge pet peeve of mine and I hate it and I, I think tell. it's fucking bullshit. So, is this where the disrespectful tweet came from? Actually, I think that was you actually. I am known for disrespectful tweets. You're going to have to be more specific. <laughs> Mad fucking disrespectful on the DJ. And I'm not even a DJ. What, like, like oh sorry, yeah, no, but on, okay. but that night everybody was tweeting disrespectful shit about the DJ. <laughs> really? There's some guy that's like, "Help Kill me, Jesus!" Some guy was like, "Help me, Jesus!" I heard Brodak yellow five times already. <laughs> and that's not even an exaggeration. They legit played it five times, Yo. and it was so done. I am done. I am so like I love job. that song twice as max. No, exactly. Yeah. You need to hear you need yeah. to hear half the song yeah. once and then you're and on fire. Yeah. Yes, that's it. You exactly. don't need to hear it again for the and rest of the night. And then you can hear it again maybe one more time. Because yeah, the, the DJ had the like of course was the prequel. So before Jazz came out as a host, the DJ yeah. was going and the set wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. But then there's the you know artist one, artist two. Jazz comes and does the same for a little bit. Boom, Tory Lane's about to come out. Like Marta said, hour and like change. And DJ's like, well, shit, no one told me I had to bring this many songs. Yeah. Uh, yo, what's the Wi Fi password? Let me try to get some new songs from Sound. <laughs> no, you don't have the Wi Fi? Okay, we're just going to play the same, same set. Same song over and over again. Oh, dear. It was a little rough still. Yeah. And then like some random person came out and was like an hour and a half later and was like, yo, Tory Lynn's just got here. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? He just got here. Because at that point, we had been there for probably three hours. From the beginning where we walked in to, like, all the first artists playing or whatever, to this hour where the DJ was playing one song over and over again. 
we have been there forever. And I was pissed. Like, at that point, I was like, I, I don't even, like... And no matter what would have happened at that point, I still would have had a shitty night because I was so pissed off. Yo, so this is one thing, like, people have to understand, and this is one part that goes into having a good show. Yeah. One, have your flow in order. Yes. Please do not say the show starts at 8, and then you arrive at midnight, and then we got to listen yeah. to the DJ hype sure. us up, and then stop the flow, leave, yeah. wait for your ass to come out. Yeah. Don't do that shit, man. It's irritating. We've all had a long fucking day. Yeah. Some of us are coming from work. Yeah. Some of us haven't eaten because they don't allow water bottles and shit in the club, yeah. and I'm not paying $10 for a <laughs> shitty piece of beer, okay? Yeah. So you got got to get this shit in order yeah and honestly i was like wh- like how disrespectful is that to your fans you know you have a show like clearly you're out fucking drinking or doing some bullshit like come here and drink yeah yo to play on the other side technically he could have just been at another show right? he was not on another show yeah. what other show was he playing in toronto that night are you yo, kidding for, oh you know he could have came in from vancouver he could have flew no, in from he new didn't. york no he didn't so, so that he happened he that happened another night with him where he left i think it was york that where that video went around of him supposedly getting beat up <laughs> and then he left and performed somewhere else that happened but that wasn't tonight no, that wasn't that, that night. wasn't that night so the Very funny deep. the cherry on top is like uh he shows up and i think during his performance he's like i don't know if you guys paid for this or if this is free yeah but um you know you just gotta enjoy this you know you just gotta enjoy your night and it's like he it's like he's done so many shows in this past like two weeks or whatever it was that his brain is off he's like yeah i don't know where i am like yo that's true i totally forgot i don't know if you paid for this show i don't know if this is for free but make sure you have a good time tonight right make sure you enjoy yourself all right so like like, what the fuck you don't even know if Yo, your show is a there was show a, or not. Okay, that reminds me of that commercial. You guys remember? I think it was like a beer commercial. But they're like, oh, thank you, New York. And he's like, dude. Like, the yeah. band member's like, dude, yeah. we're in. Yeah, we're in Cleveland. Yeah. Or some shit like, you know? Actually, like, that yeah. happened to me once. Um, uh, I went to a show with a friend of mine. And the opening act kept saying, what's up, Montreal? And he, dude said it like four times before <laughs> his guitar player came over and was like, Fucking just stop doing that. We're in Toronto. And then it was like, oh god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Too much blow in the bathroom. My yeah, opinion. No. I'm sorry, that's funny. Yeah, it was great. So again, talking about the flow of a show, which we did talk about on our very first episode, I think. Where did we talk about the flow of uh concerts? Probably when Oh no, it was it was episode two where we went off on Absol. Oh and, yeah. and on Praise. Isaiah Rashad, yeah. Yes. But oh. so follow, following this again. Full disclosure, not a big fan of, like, the new, 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 new age rappers, yes. right? Okay. I could say that. Same. They have their fan base in Toronto. Yo, I like that. you're old enough to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 they have their fan base in Toronto, and I respect that, and that's sick that they're building them up from the ground up, because, you know, like, they're SoundCloud rappers, right? Yeah. And yes. people say that with a negative connotation. I'm not. It's just, yeah. that's the it fact. Just no, that's what it so, is. So, they are SoundCloud rappers, yes. They have their fan base. They're thir- clearly very excited people to see them. And so, like I said, when these people were like Killian come down were on stage, people were losing their mind. There was mosh pits and shit happening. Okay. Like the crowd was on a thousand. That's nice. That's nice. That's nice. And then the crowd died. It like yeah. nose dive, nose dove, nose dive into like minus two thousand and four hundred. Jesus yeah, Christ! In that big ass long. In that long time that they had to wait for Tory Lanez to come back out, yep. which yeah. Tory Lanez had to kind of drag the crowd back up to at least eight hundred. Yeah. Okay. And it wasn't until he did his last song, Diego, where it went back up. Okay. Right? But, like, if they kept the momentum yeah. going, 
The show would have been not. The show would have been exploded. Like the like, Phoenix would have probably been in shambles yeah. like, if they kept it going. <laughs> he which, had a lot of energy. Like he was interacting with the crowd. He was in the crowd for most of the time. So okay. like jumping imagine, off the balcony. If, yeah. Yeah. Chris yeah. walking on the crowd. This whole rock star persona. Yeah. Totally. We talked about. Yeah. That so, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it yet. But continue. So I, I want to mention two other things. One other thing before I address kind of the elephant in the room with that show. <laughs> Uh, the one other thing I will say, that's the best the Phoenix has ever looked. Okay. They, the oh, Red yeah, Bull went true. all out. They had arcade games in there. They had, like, the, the basketball, like, hoop mini game. Mm-hmm. All right. They had, like, candy and drinks. Not, well, not drinks. Drinks were cheap. But they had, like, candy and shit for free. They had these amazing pins, which, you know how much we care about merch. We had an episode on oh. that. <laughs> these amazing free pins. Yeah, yeah. The, the merch that they were actually selling was Womp Womp. But, like, the shit that they were just giving away was, it like, high quality. Yeah. Like, That's so, the thing. I expect cool. nothing less from So, Rumble. as an experience, yeah, you could see, like, this is what happens when you pour infinite money into something. Okay. Because, as an experience, it was wild. All right. Like, so, the ambiance. Yeah. So, the ambiance was really on point. Now, again, the big elephant in the room for that show, and a lot of Twitter said the same thing. Why was everyone lip syncing? Ex- with the exception of Jazz Cartier. Yeah. Oof. Why was everyone lip syncing? From Killy? Who had like three songs, like his three SoundCloud songs. He lip synced all of them. Is it bad that I don't even remember? You <laughs> <laughs> were clearly pissed off that yeah. night. <laughs> like, but that was early. I should remember to that. that out. To Come Down, which is the same thing. Which, again, I guess their whole vibe is like, we're energy, we're high energy. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's. Yeah. But, okay, fi- while, fine, but... fine. They're newer artists, right? You give them a bligh. Oh, it's God. not my thing, but you give them a bligh, right? You Can need... I stop you right there? Pause it. I want to say, no, we can't be giving out passes because this is not how this works. Yeah. Okay, I understand what you're saying, the whole SoundCloud thing, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. They're not they're not artists in the sense that, like, yo, you see them perform and they work on that. And, yeah. like, yo, it's a performance that builds and kind of reaches exactly. out. Exactly. That's it's not how they build their something that's already produced. Mm-hmm. So heavily produced, heavily influenced. So when they finally get on stage, like, you're just listening to hear the same energy from the song. Mm-hmm. That's going to give up a whole different vibe. Which is why they're scared to match that, right? Because they haven't done that groundwork. So they're like, we're just going to play the song and jump around on the stage and yeah. act nuts. But that gives you longevity, people. But I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit here. Because like, there's different kind... <laughs> there's different kind of artists, obviously, mm-hmm. right? And some of them are more geared towards performance than others. So, like... I'm going to give the example of Isaiah Rashad. I do it. Who you didn't like as a live performer. I don't think he's a great live performer at all. Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't say that. I said I fucking hated everything leading up to that show, but then I loved his music so much that I can... But, yeah, like, that show but, wasn't a good show. But him as a performer, he, he gets criticized a lot for not being good, for, like, not being able to, like, have that energy and, like, being shy and, like, all these things. Okay. Which, to me, like, his type of music kind of makes sense for him to perform that way. Yeah, way, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. But, like, Come Down, like you were saying, are super high energy and they are, like, really Party intense. Music. And, yeah. like, so maybe, like, their kind of show isn't about technical rapping and isn't about, you know... Breath control. Breath and, control and all that kind of stuff. And rapping off acapella and all that which good stuff Which I think you can to. have both in yeah. one show. Which we're going to talk about later. But, um, I don't know. Maybe they're just not. Uh, you're basically that. saying you can't compare apples and oranges. Yeah. Because oranges sure. are the best. Fair enough. 
fair enough. But like I said, I'm not giving no more passes. If I'm paying my money for something, oh no, for I'm sure. Expa- yeah. Listen, if I want yeah. to lip sync to your fucking song, no, I'm right? Like, yeah, I could then, do that from 100%. my house. <laughs> then grab but, the aux cord. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, even though they were lip syncing, tons of people in the crowd still had like an amazing time. Yeah, I'm sure you could like, interview everybody there, and, and they're like, "This fun. is the best show I've ever been to in my life." For sure, because it was super high energy. It was really intense. It, they were they were crowd surfing too. Like tons of people were really having they a were good high. time. Yeah, they remember I said it, it was in a thousand in there. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot yeah. of times I, I thought Marta was going to get like stomped on because the, the crowd was insane. Like, like, yeah. I've, I've never been that trampled at a show before in my Holy life. Shit. And, like, Were you I'm, scared, bro? No, I wasn't scared, but I was annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it's yeah. not their fault, right? Yeah. Like, I'm a tiny little kid. Like, yeah, it can go still, into bro. this mosh pit. So, you know, you get where you deserve but right so going back to what i was saying if if i want to give the new guys the up-and-comers a bly for Mm -hmm. lip syncing Mm -hmm. why the fuck was big big tory lanes lip syncing every damn song every song and not even like subtly no not 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 even like no i've seen some videos bro I've seen the video. It's not great. Fam. It was like he did controller Ashley Simpson type and shit. Was, and was li- like, how are you the high man to your own track? Yeah. No, for real. That's what Stop it was this. like. Stop this. Yeah. Like, man, no wavy. Yeah, say you're wavy. <laughs> Sing it. And like he had the audacity to have a drummer and a guitar player on stage. Yeah. No. Noah, my bad. It wasn't a, uh, it was a guitar player and keys mm. or okay. keys and drummer. One or two. It was a combination of two actual instruments. <laughs> the fact that you don't know which was which. Because they were sad. playing like one note. Because <laughs> we were just listening, we're to, listening the to the fucking song. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said, we weren't the only one who caught this. You could just go to that hashtag. Yeah. And see people be like, oh, so uh, rappers, oh. Is lip sync now? Since when do rappers lip This is now a thing? This is Yo, it's a thing. This man. is part it of is the, the This way? is the new norm. Cause like yeah, I get irked if you rap along to your background vocals. That's that's whatever. like the top of the top to the lowest of the low do Like that. clearly we're not fans. I'm not a fan of this bullshit. But to completely just lip sync it, not even rap along to your background vocals. Yeah. Completely just lip sync it. Just lip sync. Just hold the mic up and be like And then And like, clearly it's just the same cadence as the song. Yeah. And do some ad libs, and then and then so when you do use the mic, you sound way louder, and we're like, oh, that's your actual voice. You mean you weren't singing the whole time? It's not like you can't tell. (laughs) And like we said, so he's jumping in crowd and like just moving around. We're like, oh, the song's still going. Yeah, I wonder how that works. That was the one, the one clip that I seen. I was like, yeah, you're like, yo, watch this, and I'm like, yeah, that's a clip I showed you. By the time, so he jumps into the, I'll describe for you guys. He jumps into the crowd, you know, hyping up the crowd. Everybody's going crazy. And you should have known because you didn't hear many voices in the fucking mic. Yeah. And then two, when he got pulled down into the crowd, the song is still playing yeah. at full blast. Yeah. So you're like, oh, you're posing with the mic. Yeah. yeah. When you got All when right. he sunk into the crowd like quicksand, the yeah. song was still going. Yeah. Like how? I might fall in love in my trap house. Moving with a with a with a rapper. I was like, you're just playing the song. And like okay. I said, the only person who didn't do it that night was Jazz. Yeah. And I was like, so this is what a real performer looks mm-hmm. like. And it's the host, so he's not really meant to perform exactly. too, 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 too tough. Yeah. But, like, as an experience, like, what it did kind of 
for Toronto was really cool. It was cool that Red Bull did it. It's sad that we only got three days and like Chi Town got thirty. Yeah, uh, but I mean, it's also kind of typical. We could have at least had a week. That. We're building that. We could have. We're getting there. We That's could have had thing. a week. We're getting there. We, we could have had a easily yeah. But we won't get there if everybody keeps losing in their bullshit. That's what I'm saying. But that's not just a Toronto thing. Yeah, but... <laughs> Bro, hold on. If you go to, like, a local show in... I mean, obviously, Tory Lanez is bigger than local, but, like, anywhere. It is so way too cold for me to leave my goddamn house for <laughs> you to come and sing. You, have you sing your own karaoke? I'm not <laughs> saying you're wrong. I'm just saying Yo. that that's not yeah. exclusive to Toronto. Toronto yes. fix up. I don't care about any other city. Toronto fix up. Okay, this is where we call home. Stop it. Continue. So yeah, we went from that experience. You know, we left that and we're like, all right. So that was the thing. And yeah, then I'm I, not gonna lie. I was no. I I, pl- <laughs> I, I played more Street Fighter two in the arcade, and then, uh, which was the best part of the night. I grabbed. I stole another pin. Yes. And, uh, Thank you. By the way. And we pieced off. And then we cut. <laughs> was that the end of the night though, or did you guys cut early? No, no, that was at the end. Okay. Um, but it was cool. Shout out to Boosie Fade because I heard some Boosie Fade people being like, "Yo, man, when Boosie Fade's gonna blow up tomorrow when they talk about this show?" <laughs> and that it did. <laughs> so shout out to the Boosie Fade right quick, you know. Yo, always with their Swamney, you know? on the finger on the pulse. The next thing that we're really excited for, and we had, as you know, our last episode, we geeked out with Zane, the comedian, all about this. Is uh, JID and Earth Gang, yeah, yeah. and they performed in an amazing venue. It's nice and cozy. It's where you guys saw Smino when I wasn't here, sad face. <laughs> it's where we first saw Smino and Mick Jenkins. Yeah, yeah. another Red Bull show. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That one was Red Bull. Yeah, this one is uh, Adelaide Hall, where I also got very intimate with one of the security guards. Oh my god! Uh, she, sorry. It was quite thorough. Yeah, the, that was. The, it was it was horrible. the most thorough pat down I ever had. It was. Uh, Whoa, bro! What the fuck? Yeah, she's like, oh yeah, our pat down's a little throw. She was all up in my shit, and uh, yeah. So it was okay. Me. Remember, you have rights. It was me and uh, another guy. <laughs> Shout out to Tio Manny, <laughs> and he also got thoroughly pat down. And we looked at each other and we're like, so does that mean we propose? Like, we, <laughs> we, we know each other. We know her. She knows us so intimately. I guess we got to get married now. <laughs> like, like the okay, pat down was, was like a that's intense. The pat down was like a full five minutes. That was yeah. like airport security. Like looking I almost had shit. to take off my like. It might as well if I took off my shoes, it would have been like at the airport. Yeah. It was like she was pat. She was in but there. She was like going fucking... through my wallet. Yeah. She was, what the fuck? Are you serious? <laughs> she was. She's like I took. I had to take off my bandana. She was like had her fingers in my throat. Like it was. No, okay. It was thorough. Yo, she, that's not okay, But though. it's funny. The first thing she said is, have you been here before? And I was like, yeah, I like the venue. And she's like, okay, so then you know it's a very thorough pat-down. And I was like, er? What? And before before no. I said anything, hands she were in crevices. In did we even go? <laughs> did we even get a... No, we got free fucking pizza last time. We got free time. pizza last time, yeah. We still got a pat-down, but nothing like that. Yeah, so it, it was quite memorable. But um, it, I, it didn't ruin the night or anything. It was just funny. Like, I found it funny. That's not funny. Nah, I don't find that funny. Because that, <laughs> yo, because check, yo, Truce, yeah. if that had happened to her, it would have been a whole different story. Well, you know I've had, like, yeah. intense pat-downs, and it's not okay. But the thing is that, like, security always, if you're a girl, uh, the pat-down is done by another girl. Yeah. And that's not true if you're a guy, right? Like, yeah. another guy isn't patting you down. It's always girls. So, like, what? 
Yo, but my whole thing, like, with the security pat-down is, like, yo, weed still finds its way into the club. Right. Like, all that stuff. And you're not catching the right people. And it's funny. It's funny you say that because, like, when we're in, inside the venue and the show was going, I look over and there's, like, two skinny white girls pull, pulling out yeah. weed and smoking yeah. blunts and shit. And you're like, no, totally. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Hilarious. <laughs> but anyway, so we go inside and that show had two openers. Okay. It had Loot, who's also signed to Dreamville. Mm-hmm. And it had Chaz French who we've seen before, and I just can't remember at what show. I'm pretty sure it's Daya Jack and Pell. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> but I know I've seen him before. But either way, he was, he was a really good performer this show. Okay. All the performers were, you know, the typical Dreamville show. Yeah, they always show out. Was, fucking play. Yeah, so quality. they all went in, and it was amazing. And so we're watching the show. We're enjoying it. They unfortunately didn't have any merch. That was, uh, that was like the Wait, one... what? That was only one negative about the show. They had, they had merch for loot and no one else. It was their show. What are you talking about? Yeah, Earth Gang had no merch. JID had no merch. You think maybe it just didn't get through security or somebody didn't fill out the right paperwork? Some, sometimes it's like a selling stuff in Canada thing. It's not sometimes worth it. Sometimes they yeah. might just not have merch. Oh, like they All ran. kinds of things. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, that was the only like... They could have that... done some stupid shit too. Is that they didn't have... <laughs> yeah. But... Yo. <laughs> All right, tell me, bro. When Earth Gang touched the stage. <laughs> <sighs> Yo, they could perform their ass off. And here's the thing. They gave us, they gave you real life. You remember how uh, Isaiah Rashad did it kind of? No, I'll give a better example. Chance did it in the last time we saw him for the coloring book at Echo Beach. Mm-hmm. They gave us real life interludes. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. On stage, but their interludes would be like songs that they like to play, and it would just be them dancing to it. Mm-hmm. They played Baca, Live yeah. Up to My Name, and they were just turning up and dancing yeah. to it. it was awesome. They played other songs, it. and they're just vibing out to it, and they'd be like, yeah, we just want to hear that shit. Anyway, and then they would jump into one of their songs, and it would be amazing. And like I said, they're... Oh, two negatives. The other negative was that one of the microphones kept fucking up. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. shit. But, like, I saw that boy glistening, though, in those photos on Fresh Young perspective on instagram yep and he was glistening so i'm assuming that like yeah, his sweat w- probably like got in the mic or some <laughs> shit the energy was like nuts it was Yo. so good it was nuts the crowd loved it they it knew was like so all the words good. they were and it was like the perfect size venue for them yeah I and it's like one of those things where like they have a big fan base right but it's not it's it's not obnoxious niche, yeah exactly say. was yeah. it like so, uh sold out it wasn't sold out, but like the venue was. It's a small venue, full. so it's no, so like packed. that yeah. venue. I feel like you don't have to have the biggest crowd for it to yeah. feel full, and like for the sure. energy carries yeah. really it, well. I don't know. Yeah, there's something just does. about that atmosphere. For sure, it's just but dope. It's, it's the kind of thing where like it's the perfect time to see them because yes. they're not yeah. that big yet, and, and the next time they're here, yeah, and it's gonna not. Next time they're here, they're gonna be at like Danforth or something. Okay. Yeah, which will still be like a great show because yeah. their energy is madness. But mm-hmm. like to have that in like a really intimate setting was so cool because the other people that were with like zane and king sorab and all the, all the other people that we went to see the show with were all like okay we've seen earth gang perform they performed on bigger stages yeah. how are they gonna handle this like two king size mattress size stage <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but they didn't give a fuck they went they, i they don't so give a it. fuck about Yo. who no they went in and again bonus points for no background vocals hey. they jumped in the crowd yeah they were just like not crowd surf, like move part of the crowd jumped in and just wrapped with everyone around them. Yeah, it's like we saw these shows like within a fairly quick 
time span. Yeah, within like three or four days. Yeah, so it, it's great because they're like two opposites. Night and day. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. totally night and day. Like the energy at Earth Gang and GAG was like nuts, was crazy, and it kept throughout the night. Because between every performer, there was like one song that yeah. Okay. So like it the DJ was played, yeah, momentum, exactly. Like building, building, the DJ building, got to play yeah. like one, two song, it. and yeah. it was like, yeah, you don't want to hear me. Boom, yeah. next person, come next on up. Okay. Yeah, it was awesome. So and then yeah, so they did their thing. They didn't do robots, unfortunately, <laughs> which is crazy. Sad face. But they they went backstage to chill, and I'm looking. I was like, yo, I see Jazz Cardi backstage, mm-hmm. and I know on his Instagram he brought them to Real Jerk. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, okay, they, they were hanging out, and then so JID comes on stage, and this kid, that kid is fire. holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Check out his cipher, bro. He comes on and just slaps it, just and then he again he had the problem he got the problematic mic. Yeah. And he tried like a bunch of mics. He's like, nah, I like the way how this one sounds, even though it keeps cutting out. He's like, fuck it, I'm gonna work with it. Mm-hmm. With a faulty mic, still wraps his ass off, mm-hmm. like takes a break, says, yo, so um, this guy brought me out on tour last time. It's, uh, you know, I got to show out. I got to bring out someone, someone for y'all. And then so I yell out, jacuzzi. <laughs> and then everyone around me is looking confused. And then like two twos. No, no, no. <laughs> they want me dead or alive. They want me dead or alive. Yo. <laughs> yeah. That, that was awesome. the best. That Holy was crap. So good. And he's, yeah, he did it. He did that song. He like gave everyone daps. He's like, yo, I'm proud of you. He's like, yo, I know I have to look after my city. And then he went back to watching the show from backstage. Yeah. I love that, by the way. Right? That, that's so yeah. sweet. Like, so good. And that makes me happy that they know each other. And yeah. it happens a lot more in, in the States, right? Like, Oh, yeah. Look Wait, how often right. where you see like an artist go in the States and like Smino's like, oh, I brought out like Mick Jenkins mm-hmm. for my tour. Or some other person like, yo, I brought out this person because I was in their city. Mm-hmm. Or I brought out this person. And that yeah. doesn't happen as often when they come here. So it's great when it does. Okay. Also, like, a good point, you know, to when you're putting together a good show, right? Yeah. Like, get some home team support, right? Always, yo. Always. If, if you, it just, yeah. just to get the crowd extra hype. Yeah. Like, you already have fans in the city, but also do a little something. Yeah. Exactly. Do a little something extra. It yeah. always tips us all over. Right? You get what yeah. I'm always saying? pushes us to the edge. Like, I always think back to the second time Kendrick was here and he mm-hmm. brought out Drake. Mm-hmm. And everyone lost their fucking mind. Yeah. So... That show was amazing. Then JID and Earth Gang did some songs together, of course, at Spillage Village. Yeah. Like, how did the fucking, like, so, like fire security system not go off? Like, that's crazy. <laughs> Especially because Dr. Dot was kept hanging from one of the pipes. I'm like, that pipe's going to break. Bust. And it was, like, it was, like, moving. Like, yeah. Dude, stop doing that. You're going to break the building. I'm like, the pipe's going to awesome. fucking burst. <laughs> Yo. And so, like I said, I think the best thing about that show is one, oh, they called the guy on stage. Like, oh, yeah, it was great. great. So the best thing about it is it was one of those shows that are, like Marta said, they they have their niche fan base. It's a smaller venue. Therefore, they were hanging around. Mm-hmm. They didn't just retreat backstage because it was a giant stage. So you had yeah. to jump up to get a chance to see them. Right, right, right. No, they just walked off stage and were cooling it with people. And that's how uh, I got a photo with them. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> Try to get a photo with JID, but... Then he moved the line, and then it was like, ah, oh, time to cut. Sorry, Zane, I had to rub it in that I got a photo. Yeah. I know you were super salty. Yo, but to be fair, but to be fair, he did get interviewed by the guy who runs the Dreamville Instagram account. Oh, yeah. did he? Yeah, because they came by, and we're like, talk to him. Talk to this guy. He's yeah. good, good, good. He's the number one fan. He had his, like, Dreamville merch on, so the dude was like, yeah, I see you're a fan. That is so <laughs> That's what I remember. That's the first time I met him, yeah. was at the Two Hot Riot tour. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Which, again, was another good show. Yo, first of all, that was, like, one of the ones that, like, set me off. 
Then yeah, I'm like, yo, sure thank God. Great. I was like, just excited for hip hop. Yeah. And at this time, like, I didn't know who the fuck they were. Right. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I did not. I was like, yeah. oh, who are they? And then, yo, they just lit it on fire and like. That thank was what? Mod Club? Was that yeah, Mod Club? Yeah. 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 Yo, every person just kept getting hotter and hotter. Yeah, and then yeah. by the time Boz hit the stage, we weren't ready. not even necessarily like the a most, hype like, artist. Hype yeah, exactly. Person, but like, yo, the energy in the room. It was quaking. I'm like, yo, I love it. It was quaking. But see, yeah, like, yeah. artists like that and with, like, Earth Gang and J&D, you don't get people that are, like, not fans show up to those shows. Yes. Whereas, like, a show like Tory Lanez, random people are going to show up. Just right, because, like, right? in a sense, like, amateur um, fans. Like, yeah, the ones who know the like, name but not necessarily well, there no, for the totally. love of it. Again, yeah, another yeah, example, yeah. referring back to that chance show we saw yeah. with the girls oh, who just spoke oh, for the entire exactly. show. Yeah. Yo, that yeah. was kind of, like, Okay, I told you, like, I don't know, something happened to my heart that day. But it was also very infuriating. Because that's when I noticed, like, yo, because Chance went from, like, what venue to the the jump that he made in venues. Yeah. The energy didn't carry over. Half Mm -hmm. of that show was fucking dead. Yeah. And that was sold out two nights in a row. Yeah. The audience was asleep. Dead, dead, dead. Because the crowd there doesn't go. The fan base. The fan base. Exactly. They go because it's a thing. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's Chance that's there. Exactly. They jumped on that. They'll go buy the shirt. They'll buy everything. Exactly. can't sing along the fan song. base ends up getting diluted right it's no longer as potent yeah. exactly. which which is why you see a lot of people like no don't let this person blow up because then yeah. they're gonna the only change. time they get hype is when like the single comes out it's like, exactly really, it's those girls talk to the whole show first. until ultralight beam and no yeah. problems and they were really? quiet the entire set like yeah. The, anyway yeah <laughs> let's not let's not raise my blood Yo, pressure no. let's talk about again we're trying to teach y'all what makes a good show right so yeah Speaking of people that put on a good show from this city right here, mm-hmm. Mr. Weston Road himself. Boom, boom, boom. Chilling with my girl. She likes me and she don't love you. Hey. Yo. Hey. Claremont II put on a show in a fucking bar. The Baby G. It's like a hole in the wall. I, I didn't yeah. know that place existed. Until T- but I was tell me it wasn't up. the livest hole in the wall that we've ever been to. <laughs> it was pretty good. I liked it. It was fucking Just amazing. I was like, who the fuck is this dude? Like, not in that sense, but yeah. it's just like, okay, I, you know his name. You've been telling me about this guy from the yeah. jump. <laughs> from the jump, yeah. jump. And I think I, I think I got introduced to him the same time I got introduced to Mick Jenkins. Probably. If I'm not Because we were just throwing artists at you. We were trying to yeah, catch you up quite legit. quick. Yeah. And then the baby G, I was like, oh, okay, where is he, where is he performing? Like, you know, yeah. I already have my favorite spots. And then I'm like, interesting. So we show up and I'm like... Okay, they're not letting us in. I'm like, yo, wait, where's the bar? Is that a bar? Yeah. Where's the stage? Why am I here? Like, what's going on? And then you go in and you're like, oh. Yeah. And he had a he had it set up in the sense that like you could tell his touch was kind of on everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. He had like the photo, right? Like the little mom from the ad. Yeah, with the glow in the dark sign. Yes. Yeah. Right. And merch to us is very important. Right. Yeah. We he, bought some shit. Yep. I'm wearing my that's mad selfish tea right yeah. now. And uh, I got uh, my uh. lighter like light us up. Anyways, back to CTS, Claremont the second. Yeah, Toronto. so like I said, it was really what he did for that in that small space. That DJ was even spinning some fire shit. Mm-hmm. So what he gave us, he gave us two openers and a DJ set before he came on stage. Yes, definitely build up. Yeah, so he had his big bro open up for him, which I found was really cool. Cola. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Then he, we had four one six. H E Z I. That's four one six H E Z I. Follow him on Twitter. Four one six 
H E Z I. Yo, Hezzy is awesome. Like First he, of all, he's so jokes. He's so cute. <laughs> he looks like a little baby face rapper, but he, yo, he put on a fire show. He put on a fire show. Excited. Even yeah. like Cola. Yeah, Shout out to really Cola. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Cola had a message in his music. Right? And I appreciate yeah. that. Cole, yeah. Both of them went in, and like I said, the DJ set was Flames. Yeah, it was new, it was fresh, and he was having so much fun. Yeah, he yeah, was he up there dancing it. himself. Oh my god. And then like uh, Hezzy and thing and people were jumping on stage dancing yeah. to the music he was putting on. There's that other guy who was just killing it. To, he was like the the like dancer youth of the day. Like yeah, he was yeah, just dancing yeah. to every song. It was like a part of every dance. He knew like every it. train. Yeah. Mm. Every trend, I mean. Yeah, he was on top of everything. And then Mr. C T spelled his name correctly. Mm. Capital T H E. Claremont the second. Touch stage. Had the keyboard set up. Mm-hmm. He was playing yeah. the keys live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was pretty legit. Like, he had his DJ was on point for him. And it was, like, her first set. That yeah, he, and he said right? it's her first that set that cute. is our first time being a DJ for him. And it was amazing. Like, he put on a fire show. It was funny. He didn't think so. He kept stopping to be like, yo, are y'all good? Are y'all okay? You'll get hype. No, but that... Hmm, yo, turn up. Yeah. That's a Toronto... Like, Toronto is a very moody city. And you could tell by, like... in Like, that's why I'm just saying, like, yo, you have to... As the artist, you have to know your crowd. And don't always just expect everybody to know your songs. Don't always expect that people are already familiar with the yeah. content you're putting out. But I don't think, like, the crowd was not low energy. And honestly, after, like, the fifth time he said it, I was like, dude, just, like, we are where we are. <laughs> Fucking do your shit. But that's my point. He it. had very high expectations. Like, first of all, like, you don't mosh that type of music. <laughs> well, I don't you think get... he was necessarily, like, expecting No, he, was, he wasn't expecting but... a mosh. Not until, like, the la- not until he did Avenue, right? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But what he wanted was people, like, singing along or people or, being like, more vocal or, or be- people yeah. just be looking like they're enjoying it. I'm sure a lot of people were just standing there or just kind of, like, barely nodding their head. Oh, yeah. okay. And he wanted Which... a more show. Yeah, he wanted more people, like, people to look like they're enjoying themselves. Yeah, or at least that Are they you could... okay? Yeah. yeah. Are you okay? He just yeah. said it was joking. like, yo, I'm fine, bro. Play the song. Yeah, yeah. and that's the thing. Yeah. It was a small enough venue where you could hear us yelling back, like, yo, we're good. Just do it. <laughs> and it was funny. Like, he was, like you said, he had various um, clothes, outfit, outfit changes. changes, and he was, like, modeling all his merch. He's like, yo, that we couldn't even buy. I saw the all black one. Bro, I wanted that one. Like, what the <laughs> yeah, hell? There were some that, that, that were just for him. Yeah, he did some shoe changes. There's that annoying kid that was. Yeah, very they're... annoying which one the, oh the, the kid who had the camera yeah, like look, up in his space enthusiastic fan. who had the camera like up to his shoes who was yeah. snapchatting the entire show and yeah. every time he played the piano he was like obviously it's not a big space so yeah. like he would reach he in front it. of the piano or the keyboard to like film him his face playing like dude what Bro, remember that's personal so fucking space. rude. <laughs> like, dude space. is trying to perform here. What the hell? I was personal so mad space. at that guy. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was she's for him. I was like, yo, I'm surprised he isn't saying anything. Right. Because what are you gonna say? Right. Without yeah. Coming off like an asshole. Right. And exactly. Yeah. He is still one of the fans. So he did pay to get there. Right? Yo, and he was wearing like he was merged out too. And so. he like he knew all the songs. Yeah. Like he was clearly a fan. He was a but fan. still, like but he, but you yeah. don't have to drunk. be an asshole. No, I think he was just drunk too. He was tipsy. More than tipsy. Yo, he was. Bands were wavy. But, again, he's, like, a, a good example of how to put on a good show. Mm-hmm. Look at what he gave us in a small space. Yeah. Merch. Two openers. Two quality openers. Two quality openers. Thank you for the correction. A DJ set. <laughs> Original. This- no repeat songs. Songs yeah. that from Toronto. Songs that are yeah. hot shit. Yeah, songs that are yeah. fire. Songs that are from Toronto. And not just your typical staples. The man oh. pulled out Standard by Stormzy. Oh, yeah. Yo, I lost my... Sh- I was like, are you serious? <laughs> Is this what we're doing? 
Bro, it was nice. It yeah, was nice. And, like, they all came out and chilled yeah. in the crowd, bro. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. It was like, that's what you do. Like, so for all the people, like, that are upcoming and they're like, yo, I need to put on a show and... No, it's hard, and uh, like I can't fill up a big space. You don't need to do it. Yeah, you can still put on a quality show. Just yeah. have quality people around. Just care about what you're doing. Thank yeah. you. Not just doing it just cause for the likes. And don't fucking lip sync. Yeah. Yo, why we it's were easy. we had to wait to get in because they were doing their mic check. Yeah. yeah. Like their sound check. Like yo, all of these things take the extra fifteen minutes if you're going to deliver quality. Yeah. We will forgive you for it. Right. Yeah. You know if the polish comes through in the end. Okay. No one's gonna be crying, and that's what we yeah. walk away with. Like yeah. we were, we will never forget Tory Lanez, dude. You will never be forgiven for that. <laughs> but like moving forward, like yeah. don't do that shit again. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Because these are the things that we remember. These are the things that take away. Like these are the things we take away. Mm-hmm. Like you think people are gonna go, oh, I want to buy a Tory Lanez shirt because I saw him playing karaoke. Like yeah, nobody yeah. does exactly, that. Exactly. Yeah, he really won me over. I, did, I wasn't really a fan, no. but he won me over the way no. that he yeah, uh, no. lip synced all of the songs. The you know? people that enjoyed the show were people that were fans already exactly okay i didn't come out of there being a fan of his yeah <laughs> we're like yo you're mad it's like i'm never fucking seeing you ever again i'm never buying your music you could go suck a dick like, no i was so mad that yo day. i feel the, the that hostility right yo i hated it so much shout out tory lanes though because he's from toronto Men's are wavy. <laughs> oh, you you would have enjoyed it. He talked. He took a break to talk about how he used to sell CDs out of SCC, and he used to sell them here, and he used to sell CDs before he got kicked out of this mall. And he used to sell yeah. DVDs. I'm over telling this mall. you, and that's the only reason. And then I was like, you world. never reach fair for you, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> but then, uh, so then we saw. Then we kind of like a change of pace in terms of like shows. We saw Flying Lotus mm-hmm. in 3D. So Which is crazy. Here's now you an, gotta tell me about here's it. an example of like having an opener when you're over. So there were two openers. I knew one mm-hmm. Peabody because mm-hmm. I knew him as a producer, and um, I know he's on the brain brain feeder. Mm-hmm. Alright, yo. First of all, explain Flying Lotus if you can in like simple terms for like people who aren't that aware. Like, how would you even describe an artist like Flying Lotus? Well, Flying Lotus is pl- primarily a producer. Right. A genius. Yeah. <laughs> a musical genius. Yeah, he's a producer. He has uh, music runs in his family. It's in yeah. his blood. Right? right. So he's, it's hard to say, summarize in one word. Has me st- 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 stuttering and shit. <laughs> but Flying Lotus is, in short, a genius. Yeah, he's a producer. He's like, think of Jay Dilla, right? Yeah. But take that and he's then apply it to... Like anything, like he could score anything is yes. what I, what I, how I visualize it. He could score like me going to the bathroom and it'll sound epic. Like, yeah. like, yo, think like, think not, I've never heard such fucking like diverse, just yeah. out of this world shit that you would yeah. never think would sound right. Yeah. But like, is so yeah. beautiful and like makes you feel shit. Yeah. It's very cinematic, which is why this show was interesting because it had a visual aspect to it. Exactly. But it's also like... In 3D. Very, very sonically, like you said, diverse. Like, I compare him to, like, Doom and... Yes, very much true. Um, Villain! Yeah. So, it's that kind of, like... That type of experience. Yeah, it's not like he's got a rapper persona, right? But yeah. he's not. Which I'm sad he didn't bring along with him. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. We we didn't we didn't get any Captain, Captain Murphy. Murphy show, yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that show was at uh, Danforth Music Hall, so we got there late. We th- we were thinking shit, we're gonna be in like the middle or the back. Yeah. 
We got there late, like way well past doors. We walk in. A lot of people are inside, but they're not at the front. They're not in the venue because Peabody's playing. I guess people are like, who the fuck's this white guy? <laughs> a lot of people are like getting drinks or whatever yeah. and like milling around Kochak and shit. So yeah, Peabody's doing his thing. He's playing some beats. He's jamming it. He's feeling it. And we're like, all right, sick. We, we got front row. We just yeah. itched our way up in the front row because there's no competition. Oh, yeah, there was like no okay. Well, there was a group there, but it wasn't big. Yeah. I saw my boy Nigel uh, from the Moonrunners. Shout out Nigel. Ah, 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 ah. Moonrunners, Dancing Click in Toronto. Okay. Um, yeah, and like I said, Peabody's on stage playing some mixes of like all of his stuff. Mainly his stuff? I think it was majority his stuff. And then he also had a backdrop growing that had some cool visual aspects to it. It wasn't in 3D. It was so cool. Next, we had... Uh, Seven Davis Jr. Who was awesome. Seven Davis Jr. Yeah, like Jesus. Sammy Davis Jr., but seven. So, there are two part. There's a drummer and uh, the other guy, the singer, <laughs> slash, like, pl- uh, producer, slash, kind of playing on keys. Okay. And they were fucking dope. He put on these reflective, like, mm-hmm. peace and love 3D glasses. <laughs> Uh, like the the round glasses, yeah. And he was just singing and vibing and just chilling. And like I said, the drummer had, was having the most fun in the world. Aww. Like you want to be that drummer every time you wake up on Monday. Yeah. Like he was enjoying life. It was yeah, so I good. Loved it. And the, musically, they were doing like really cool things. They were doing kind of covers, but they would interpolate. Um, like I don't wanna wait in vain for your love, but not in that style. But mm-hmm. they would. It would they would take just that part mm-hmm. and throw it into another type of music and yeah. it would sound great. Yeah, it was like, cool. it was very, like, upbeat, dancey, kind of That's R&B-ish. Intense. Yeah. A lot of love songs, a little bit of R&B in there. Yeah. And it was, like, modern-day love songs. Yeah. Like, Oh, it that girl's vibe. not texting yeah, me back. Like, I love yeah. like that love you vibe. Yeah. You're like dancing. Oh, that's nice. It was oh, fun. Man. It was, like, a fun aspect. And, like, we said, so that's an example of an opener that I was, like, I just turned to Martin. I was like, "We're gonna have to listen to this guy." Yeah, that's what they're supposed to do. I'm not, not supposed to waste your time. I so, am not yeah. a fan. Yeah. And then they called Peabody back out because they had songs together because they're all under brain, 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 brain feeder. Okay. Yes, I'm gonna do that every time. <laughs> and so they they did some songs. Then it was their time. They peaced out. Peabody kept playing until Flying Lows casually <laughs> just walk casually walks on stage <laughs> holding a cup and rocking a hoodie and jeans. Just casually walks on stage. Just uh, like smiling, like wait, he walked what? into like his friend buddy's house. Yeah, it's like you know when you're walking into your friend's place <laughs> yeah, and you're like, and you're, you, like you're, you're taking off your shoes at the door and you're like, yo, what are you saying? He was super chill. Like, did you know that he had a show? Like, yeah. um, <laughs> hi, are you gonna play? Like, just nonchalantly, he walks up to his setup. He had like a crazy setup. It looked like something out of Stranger Things yeah, slash like, like a tree trunk. Yeah. Weird space so he had like thing. set design and shit. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like it's looks a like 3D something. 3D show, of right? He had a set design, bro. And, and that just shows his mind. Like his music yeah. is as full. Like you would expect nothing less in a sense. Yeah. Exactly. And then he's like, "All right, everybody, put on your shades and do the shades on, and boom, start jamming." But like before that even happened, the funny thing was because like he came on before Peabody was like done playing. Yeah. And I don't even think that he noticed because like some girl came and was like. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, oh, okay, cool. And then he left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Peabody was so into he, it. He, like, kept playing because Aww. he didn't know it was his time. But Everybody, and that's that was the nice thing about the show. Everybody was really happy to be there, and everyone mm-hmm. was really into their music. Mm-hmm. Like that's I said, what it, that's how, that like I said the drummer, well, like I said, the drummer looked like he, like, that's how I want to wake up on Monday. Yeah. Like, he looked so happy to be there. 
and he kept dancing and moving around. He'd like look over and just kept going. And yeah. every time there's like a drum break, he'd stand up and start like getting the crowd eyes yeah. and dancing around. Aww. And he was and he was like the just like a just a guy in a t-shirt, like this white guy in a t-shirt, just chilling. Yeah, it was so jokes. See, now I'm curious. Now I gotta go and check this. Shit yeah, out. yeah, we're, we're gonna play some after this. We'll play some stuff. It, right, it's cool. really it's really chill music. Yeah. And like I said, keeping that same example, you can kind of see where they get it from because Fly Little starts playing music and he's there smiling, like the biggest smile. Him just, he's just jamming out, shaking his dreads, just yeah. like singing, smiling. He grabs, uh, he plays, he does, a, did a couple of tracks where he's singing on You're Dead and he mm-hmm. grabs a microphone and he's kind of singing along to it. Yeah. And then he goes back and he plays some stuff that he did for Kendrick and he's playing some other songs. And every time the crowd would react, you just see like a big old smile come on his face, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I got you. You didn't see that coming. My favorite was he he has a mix of the Twin Peaks theme song, okay. which is like the coolest thing he plays. And it like I didn't I looked it up afterwards because it's on SoundCloud and apparently he does it live a lot. But like I didn't know. And when he <laughs> played it, I was like, Oh my god, what is this? This is the best. <laughs> Wait, when was the last time it was in Toronto? Uh, oh, I don't know. A long time. It's ago. been a minute. A year or two. Okay. That's my, I think, because I remember hearing about another show where he was here, but I feel like it was closer to when Your Dead came out. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Um, tour. Yeah, and then all the visuals, of course, were amazing and, like, eerie and very, like, intricate. And you could you could tell that, of course, this is why Adult Swim wanted to work with him. Of course, this is why yeah. he went on to make his own movie. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. his, the things that I guess he could relate to people to draw in terms, and animate. His brain is just so crazy. <laughs> and it always matched the visuals. It always matched the song, I'm sorry. That's and it was like just beautifully. a it was just a really great show. Yeah. Like he understands the musical experience. Yeah, and he, he and he gave us that, right? He gave us that with just some plastic 3D glasses and the music. Yeah. And like you get the idea that like cuz like like we were all saying, you see things when you hear his music, right? Yeah. So like clearly he has that experience when he's making it or when he's playing it. So like I think that's why he did this show. Right, yeah. He's like, this is the way they could truly experience it. Totally, it yeah, yeah. By seeing something. And like some of them, you, it's like people falling through the sky. And then once they hit the water, it ends up that they're falling into their eyelid. Like it zooms yeah. out and it's an eye and they're falling into their own eye. Yeah. And it's crazy. It's, it's madness. I love the visuals. That is were, crazy. That's the visuals were amazing. Ridiculous, yeah. but like so like, how can you not read? Like it's so intense. Almost. Yeah. yeah. And then sense? always went with the music and you're always just yeah. like, what? Because the music yeah. makes you just think some fucking crazy yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And we were saying that like, that would be a good show to see high because like, it's just, it's so yeah. Yeah. You know, so back crazy. to the episode on drugs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> episode nine, right? Good callback, good callback. Yeah, so that, that's been the shows that we've been seeing. Uh, like we said, next week is Jigaman, Trigaman for 444. Uh, we already know that Marta's super hype. She already has her black tins ready. They're Yo. freshly polished. Her, her hoodie's hung up. Yep. She already, freshly pressed. She, ha- she already has her Watch the Throne hoodie ready. Yo, stompings. Uh, so... Yeah, you'll, you'll follow us on Instagram, Fresh yeah. Young Perspective. You'll see some stuff from that for sure, for sure. And I'm excited because I heard it's like a really good set. I've also heard that he's also spitting truth as like his own live interludes. Okay. Online. To be honest, Not I don't expect anything live. Hey, I didn't watch <laughs> it. No, I, just, I don't. Ex- yeah. Okay, I've never seen Jay Z live. I know you have, and I still hate you for it. But okay. anyways, I accept it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, yo, in all honesty, like these are one of the shows that I'm actually excited. And like I just thought I was going like later on, but like I'm, I'm actually excited. And like I said, it's my last concert of the year. 
Right, yeah, because you didn't I, get I, you yeah. didn't get Danny Caesar. No, Dan Forth Danny. Goddamn Danny, <laughs> you and me, boy, you and me. But anyways, uh, yeah, I'm super duper excited, and I'm expecting nothing less. Yeah, like it's J fucking Z. Yeah, it should be a boom. I feel. I think I'm. I'm trying to. What's the over under on Martyr crying? Um, I, I there's She's no over under. It's a hundred percent that that's She's gonna, gonna be balling. Carry her home. Bro. You don't need to bet. Anybody that bets against that is just dumb. Like, why are you throwing your money away? Yo, so yeah. why are you trying? I'm trying to call the man them, and you're trying to blow up my ting guy. <laughs> trying to earn some money, One my point. guy. Them tickets weren't cheap, dog. Save your money, people. <laughs> Don't so, like I said, that we that's what we've been up to. We've been pretty busy. We've been seeing all kinds of shows from the local to Toronto Focus. Uh, one kind of positive thread throughout is that we saw Jazz Cartier everywhere, mm-hmm. which is always nice. And to kind of follow in on that, the most recent thing we've seen uh, the, earlier this week mm-hmm. was... On Thursday. This, yeah. Bro, a few days ago. I have a lot of things on my mind, earlier okay? this week. Still <laughs> that's not early. That's not early. Earlier this week. Stop we, this. we were at Hot Docs, you know, <laughs> to see the noisy documentary Six Rising. That's with the six I X. Yes. Yeah. Just so y'all know. You know, <laughs> that shout had... out to the people in Mountain View, California. Oh yeah. You wanna do your shout outs now? Bomb bomb. <laughs> that was it. That was it? Okay. Was it. <laughs> well, she got it off her chest. Oh, and shout out to the UK. Oh no, she's not done. Okay. All right, now I'm good. You promise? <laughs> <laughs> so it was a really interesting documentary it focused on big lean come down who which we've seen so now we could put the two together mm-hmm. uh jazz cartier who like i said has been everywhere this week i bumped into him there yeah. hey buddy Yo, <laughs> pressa man's like pressa mm. free a uh jay was jay wiz and jimmy prime and the prime boys also with some producers uh like sunny diamonds and another one who i can't remember the name right now but it focused on highlighting their come up and what they do in the city, what part of the city they're from, and kind of the voice in Toronto, the upcoming voice in Toronto, yeah. I should say. Yeah. Um, this episode kind of ties into our first episode. Mm-hmm. Yes. It which goes way which back. we went ham in uh, talking about there's more to Toronto than just Drake. Mm-hmm. Right. Please look around mm-hmm. for the love of God. Yeah. Open your damn eyes <laughs> and look around. There's more than just XO. Yeah. There's more than just OVO. Yeah. Please look. Please. So, you know, this isn't an OVO documentary. Right. <laughs> so if you're expecting that, look elsewhere. And it also ties into the episode we did with Toronto artist Mark Brathwaite. Because we hi- we got the, he talked about his come up and his mm-hmm. musical journey. And he's still not at his destination yet. But neither are these guys, right? Yeah. And it shows it showed all of them kind of moving forward. So definitely say check out those episodes. And when the documentary is out. I'm not sure the date when it's going to drop online. You guys should go and watch that for sure and come back to us on what you think. We're going to discuss what we saw. Uh, before we get into all that, I just wanted to say it was really cool to be in that um, theater mm-hmm. yeah. and seeing kind of all the faces that yeah. make Toronto kind of matching the the names of faces, right? We saw yeah. Aaron Ashley. We saw Samo. We saw Jay Fiasco from Fresh Goods in Galcast. We saw the Extra Gravy Show, yeah. Marlon, Jason. We all the artists were there. Like I said, I just casually bumped into Jazz Cartier. Physically, yeah. Physically, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, hey, come here." <laughs> <laughs> that was dope. Uh, Cheeto from the Come Up Show was there. Yeah. Like yeah. all of Toronto's kind of Showed rich up. kid was there. The rich kid was there. Yeah. All of all of like Toronto's 
all the people in Toronto had their ear to the streets musically. Yeah, were there. like the sound of Toronto, right? for real, yo. Everybody was out there. So it was really nice to be a part of. I was really excited for that. Yeah, yeah it was It was, it was, it was awesome. that alone. That experience alone felt really positive. Yeah, it did. And uh, the kind of... Uh, jazz was in there holding a MacBook. Yeah. And later that night, he dropped, how did it get this deep? So yeah. he was just waiting for it. He was barking. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, how about we start? We'll go around and we'll discuss what we thought about it. We'll start with Queen Midas. All right. Um, yeah, like I was said, like, you walked in, like, people were excited for it, right? There was lineups. People were definitely, like, chatting. It was sponsored by Hennessy, so, you people know. People were sip, sip, sipping. Exactly. But, we, I mean, I found it good. Like, we got our, we got good seats. Mm-hmm. I got to enjoy it. It was really, really, I, I went into it not knowing what to expect. Mm-hmm. I know people are saying that it wasn't all that balanced, but just taking it as it is, I actually enjoyed it. Well, I enjoyed it a lot. Well, uh, let's let's take a step back. So, mm-hmm. did we? How many of the artists did we know before watching this? I knew two of them. Which two? I knew Pressa. <laughs> I knew Pressa, and I knew Jay Wiz, just from World Star. And Pressa is like party. Oh yeah. Okay, but yeah, you know, kind of jacuzzi. Yeah, oh, yeah. I count him like almost. I don't. Okay. I don't know why he... I know why he was in it. Yeah. But to me, he's almost like on the same platform as Drake in my eyes. No, but I think that's what he was in the movie for, though. Was to be like the mentor. The guy that sort of... Like the... the yeah, because he was... He's just, the higher end yeah. of... He's like the, the end goal, to. right? Yeah. Okay. He's the end goal. Okay. So he, yeah. he was like, I'm the wise one. I'm the one that's saying you have to put yeah. in hours of work. I'm the one that's showing... Because uh, yeah. the part that I liked is when they highlighted him like trying to record a verse and yes. him doing it in multiple takes yes. and getting pissed and off up. and not liking that yeah. he's not doing it good enough, right? Yeah. He's showing that you like you have to work at this craft. You have to be known. And, he's Yo, the, one, and the whole time yeah. he's saying, like, you gotta do this. Yeah. Like, do it well, like figure it Commit out. Commit to it, like, yeah. So you know, Commit, like yo, yeah. rapping isn't a hobby to these people. Yeah, like yeah. this exactly. is like it's their life. Yeah. I know hustle is like such an overused word, but like yo, this is everything. Like yeah. they said, like listen, like we've been in the studio before we came here. Like we're spending overnights in the studio. This yeah. is where we're putting in our work. And what was very interesting to hear is that like yo, these people. Like, yeah, some of us are just hearing from them, but like, yo, they've been putting in time. They've been putting in work. Like some of them, like yo, five years in, six yeah. years in. Yeah. yeah. Yo, like that. Think about where you are. Like mm. entry level is your first year. Five years in, you expect to be. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And their whole thing was like, yo, they're still not where they want to be, and they're exactly. still not where they expect to be. And we're mm-hmm. like, yo, why mm-hmm. is that? Yeah. So that's where I kind of came away from it. I was like, yo, that that's it. It started an interesting topic. Exactly. Yeah, it's a yes. great discussion. So yeah. how about you, bless us? What did you? Who did you know before? And um, so I knew Jimmy Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, Prime boys. I had heard of Pressa. I've never heard his music, though. Okay. Um, and I think that's it, other than just Other than Jin Jacuzzi? Okay. Oh, uh, you're missing, too. Come down. Oh, and Come Down, yeah. Come yeah. Down, yeah, yeah. your favorite yeah. boys. Yeah, exactly. We're so, just, like, yeah, overall so entertaining <laughs> as people. So, yeah, I, before I knew Big Lean, Come Down, Jacuzzi, of course, heard of Pressa. Actually, I haven't heard of the Prime Boys until I didn't know that oh, it was really? someone that started the six so, outside yeah, of, he, I thought it was Drake. Yeah, he's the one yeah. that came up with I guess I got my Toronto um, card revoked. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like he's got connections to OVO and, and to um to EXO as well. So but like that's how that whole thing started. Cause he came up with it and the Drake was like, Okay, cool, I'm gonna he does credit him. Yeah. Okay. Um and he's like, Let's run with this shit. But 
Yeah. Which is very interesting because that was, in a sense, like the torch passing. Like they said, it's like, yo, it's not the T.O. no more. Yeah. It's not yeah. T. Dot. Exactly. It's yeah. the six. If you say yeah. T. Dot, you're, you're dating yourself, essentially, yes. right? Exactly. Like, yeah. I, like, someone asked a really good question at mm-hmm. the end of the thing was mm-hmm. like, what, how do you think uh, the six era dif- is different from the T. Dot era in terms mm-hmm. of rappers and like unity and all of that? And someone's like, well, we all know each other. We all know of each other. We've all seen each other. Like, we wouldn't have come together and d- done something like this in T-Dot era because mm-hmm. we were still the Screwface Capital. Right, Screwface Capital. I, remember, I don't remember when this happened. <clears throat> Maybe it was when that Northside documentary dropped. But somebody on Twitter was saying how, like, um, they're part of the T-Dot, quote-unquote, era. Yeah. And, like... They never got this kind of like recognition that these guys are getting now, and the city was never behind them, and all that stuff. So there's almost kind of like this weird. There's a, yeah, there's a strange animosity. Of, yeah. yeah, it's totally like that. Instead of like being like, oh, let's put you on, let's like mentor each other, let me like be your sort of guide to how to make this how to work. navigate Instead, this. Instead, it's yeah. like you are competition. And you that. are not doing it well enough. Yeah, you and don't deserve it. I should it. be yeah. more famous than you are. Yeah. But it's also like, yo, I get it, you know? I I really understand that. But it's also like, how am I going to ask you for advice when you don't know? You don't know how to navigate the space that we're in now. Like, it is a different era. Well, that's the thing. So, like, where is this animosity coming from? Because you're, like, almost being super defensive for something that, like... I don't know. We're I, all in the same boat, right? Yo, you like, know what it reminds me of? Trying to Remember when, out. like, Nicki Minaj and, like, Little Kim had their little spat? I'm, I'm saying little, but, like, <laughs> it's like, yo, if you if you don't say, like, you know, where you're influenced, like, bow down almost, right? Like, you gotta respect your the elders. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Toronto is a pretty disrespectful place. And, like, we're just rude when it comes but down to it. But I don't think it. that these guys don't respect their elders. But it's like, like they're oh. not showing their love. Like, when have they ever actually shouted out, like, you get what I'm saying? And well, I think it's know. gonna. Yeah, come, it's, it might happen. No, it's gonna a, come off. It's gonna come off like it's gonna come off like no, you guys don't give a fuck. Uh, that's hard to say because I don't know their full discography, so yeah, I, I can't. I, don't either, I can't sh- jump up and say something like that. But I do see where you're coming from. The thing is, it's like they don't have to, right? Like they yeah. can acknowledge that they're they're not they're not running around saying we're the first ones in the city, right? Yeah. So that was the answer to this question, yeah. right? When it was posed, it was like it's not that one is better than the other; it's just mm-hmm. two different things. Exactly. Did I swear? I swear it's like yo, it's the same fucking thing, just a different name. You get what I'm saying? Oh, in that's terms what, of the, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I yeah. got from it. Yeah. In terms of like the the this T dog group versus the Six group, sure. Yeah. It's basically like a rebranding of Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, we're they making it shiny. It's the same shit. We're yeah. just making it thing, shiny sure. and new. But in terms we still of have like, the same challenges. Yeah, yeah, We yeah. still have, you know, it's still the Screwface Capital. Yeah. I mean, the, the frown is turning up a little, but you get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Same shit, yeah. in a sense. So, did any of these artists, like, after seeing their story, did, were you like, like, yo, if I did, because you said we, each of us kind of knew, like, two or three mm-hmm. prior to watching it. So, mm-hmm. did, anyone, did watching it and make you be like, yo, I want to check out this person's music, or yeah, like, I rate this guy right now. <laughs> okay, so that's kind of... It's a it's a it's a loaded question. question. Yeah, exactly. It's such a loaded question because I do that. What we were talking about earlier is that like a lot of these stories, and this is where the argument like, oh, it's an unbalanced documentary, whatever. A lot of the stories are the same, and there was very little focus on the actual song or the musics mm-hmm. that were come. Like you get what I'm saying from yeah. each artist. So you had very like compelling stories from Pressa, 
right? Mm-hmm. And then you had very compelling stories from Frie mm-hmm. because they were so interesting. But then it was, in a sense, the same song for everybody. Like, maybe yeah. slight variations, but like, yo, Gunshot grew up in the hood, music yeah. is this, that, and the third, charges, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, it kind of begs to differ, okay, is this all that Toronto is? Mm-hmm. Yes. And it makes no sense because when you hear Toronto or T.O. or The Six, you're like, what do you hear? What's the next line? Oh, such a multicultural city. Ah, uh, uh, You get what I'm uh. saying? So it's like, yo, if that's the case, why does all the music sound the exact same? I agree with you. Yeah, the cast was kind of similar in their backstory. And like the elephant in the room for this doc, which everyone went on Twitter and Boosie Fade and all our local spots were saying, where the ladies at? But we'll, we could talk into that later. I mean, what, that's coming. <laughs> yeah, we could talk into that later. But what I was saying is that they focus on everyone who had who's from the hood, right? They focus mm-hmm. on everyone on their hood background. You mm-hmm. notice they didn't too too tough touch a jacuzzi's background. Yeah, right. Well, that's not because he's not. It like, comes. He comes from a place of privilege. He did. They didn't. They, they're like, it's oh, there's good. no story there. We can't. We, it's not going to be compelling enough, right? Yeah. If they Which didn't would make his story, because you don't like. Why does nobody else sound like this dude? Because he has such a diverse background. Like, are you kidding? Thank you. Here, yeah. This is the story. You're so, I don't give a fuck. It's film. Yeah. You're telling a fucking story. Yeah. Tell the fucking story. Yeah. Don't pick and choose what the fuck you're talking so about that's and the then thing, repeat yeah. the exact same story. So it's like, that's frustrating. Big yeah. Lean from the hood. It's like Presso from the hood. Uh, Free A from the hood. This person from the hood. Like, I feel like that's why artists like Claremont wasn't in yeah. it. Because they're like, yeah. he wouldn't have that same backstory. That, that one narrative that they're trying to push. Which on one on one hand, I kind of do enjoy that uh, they're like you know, people come from the hood mm-hmm. in Canada totally. because yeah. Americans to this 100%. day are like no, there's nothing dangerous in Canada. You yeah. have igloos, like there's no yeah. you guys you don't have and rough there's ends. No, there's you no guys poverty. don't have hoods. There's, yeah, you guys don't have like none of you. you there's nothing gangs. bad that happens there. There's yeah. no shootouts. There's no gang rivalry. There's nothing bad that there's happens no drugs. there. So <laughs> there's no guns. On one hand, it's cool that there is finally something that's like hey this shit happens but on the other hand you can't say this This is is what the toronto music scene is in 2017 right now see that's very interesting how you bring up the american audience because i went into it like oh like when i came out i'm like oh this is a for us by us type of thing Mm -hmm. you get what i'm saying it's Mm -hmm. for toronto by torontonians Mm -hmm. and that's that's our audience i didn't even take it in like how would an american art or like even like people from the uk how would they take it in everybody else think about it like it's showing even like yo it's the exact same story new york gangster rap mm-hmm. uk grime they mm-hmm. all come from like very dark roots mm-hmm. right and music is their way out yeah right and so that's gonna add to the sound but i mean we have so much more that makes yeah. up to us exactly totally. yeah right yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not all that and who is making like the best music who are the people who are blowing up they're not people who follow this sorry but like this same Mm-hmm. right yeah so that that was yeah. like the thing that i pulled away from it where i was like this i was trying to think why certain people didn't make it why they picked who yeah. they picked yeah because yeah. where's daniel caesar <laughs> like what the fuck yeah like if, sure if they're just focusing on rappers sure but like why would certain rappers still be left out and again the major elf in the room is women which mm-hmm. yeah. i'll let y'all start first because y'all are the women <laughs> and but like i said i do kind of enjoy that they focus on the fact that Toronto is not just a bunch of sing-songy, crying fuckboys, right? Like, we're, we're not just all doing, like, moody, sad music like Drake, right? Like, there's... We do have a no, grimy, gully aspect to us as well. But you can't just say that... you. It was, like, glorified in a strange way that... Oh, yeah. It just sure came was. off yeah. 
Like, Weird. the only way for yeah. you to be a, a rapper from Toronto is for you to come from this sort of background. Yeah, and that's and what I'm saying. talking about this sort of thing. And, and that's the funny thing, because, like, going back, the one who was... We, we agreed that Jazz was the mentor, right? Mm-hmm. Jazz was the one who kind of made it mm-hmm. in, in, the, in this documentary. Yeah. And he so didn't ja- come from that. He didn't come from yeah. that. Why don't, why don't we know but his think, backstory? But right? I don't even think that that's a thing about Toronto. I think that people in general think that if you're a rapper, that's where you come from. Yeah, and that's for sure universal. I, you know what, and I get that, but don't and I think ignore. they're milking that because they're exactly. like people will identify, quote unquote, with this because this is the story everywhere. Exactly, yeah. but Which I feel like that should be dying because yo, you have who's the biggest rap star of like today? I'm sorry, yo, it's Drake. It's Drake, and yeah. Drake doesn't have that back, like. Yo, I'm sorry, but hip hop no, is so middle class now. Like it's out thing. made out in the suburbs. Those are the people who are making a crazy song. You're totally shit. right, but even Drake is like, I started from the bottom and now I'm here. Yeah, you know, even Dr- he yeah. milks that whole Dr- story. Drake, Drake took his pristine image and tried to get it dirty. Exactly. He tried to put some dirt on it because that's where the this, appeal yeah. comes from. Exactly. He tried 100%. to be like, Yo, I'm a Scarborough man, think, though. No. So like, <laughs> yes, you can come from Forest right. Hill, but you still want to pretend that you're from the hood. Because that's what makes rappers rappers, quote unquote. That's where it's like, oh, this is us showing you that Toronto has hustles. Toronto has grit. Toronto has something to say. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, again, I was just looking. I was like, because we just saw Claremont. And Mm -hmm. like, look what he did by him damn self. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He was signed. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, no, I don't want to be signed. And then he drops fucking uh, the Avenue Project. And it was amazing. All these people are eating it up. And like he put on an amazing show by him down. Why is why is he not a party? Oh, because yeah. he wouldn't fit with the narrative they're trying to push. There you go. Which is you know yo we're all golly the guy like not one taking gun a, violence taking away few what, what I what I took away from it what like artists go, my own question that I posed was yeah. like who did I take away who do I want to look mm-hmm. into more mm-hmm. I really like Free A. Same yes because yeah. uh, he had a compelling story he had that a really they, told. Yeah, exactly. they actually completed his they, story. Thank you. They completed his story yes. and they, they showed like the the. Again, I'm 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 pissed off at myself that I don't remember the producer's name, but he made the perfect analogy where he was talking about uh, what luck is and like being prepared mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and timing, right? Like, yes. and they explained the exact kind of happenstance yeah. that his music ended up being pl- hate, heard by Floyd Mayweather, yeah. and like how that was kind of his like whoa spotlight moment. Yeah. Yes. And he's still not there yet. Yes. But like, it's kind of like yo, there's a you get a he's sunny rising. day. Yeah. yeah. There is hope. Keep pushing forward. Mm-hmm. And, like, they showed everything kind of that he's doing musically, uh, going to school and everything. All of that together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they showed him graduating. Yeah, yeah like, they, the like he had a full story arc. Yeah. So, if, if we're looking at this as, like, uh, another type of movie, if this was, like, an action movie, he would be, like, one of the protagonists and so would Pressa in terms of who had the most narrative. Totally. Yes, definitely. Everyone else was kind of, like... So, that was the thing. The movie told two stories. Yeah. It told his story and it told Press's story about how he's in London and he's got all his problems his with the law and with cops and whatever that follow him. Right. Basically. So quick like background it, on Pressa. Oh, basically <laughs> like I wanna say he's like a kid, but he's not a kid. Uh, he's basically like, I guess he had a tough time, caught some charges here, ended up getting a visa to the UK mm-hmm. and is making his music there. He went on tour or he opened up for Drake in the UK. Yeah. And then, I mean, <laughs> gotta love the Toronto police. They're yeah. still trying to fuck his shit up. Basically, in that movie, you find out that his first show on his own gets canceled because, you know. Yeah, the article Toronto. released where. Yeah. yeah. Basically tried to it fuck him over. It addresses his charges yeah. and, and all this stuff. 
And so. they send the they send that same article over to London and say, yeah. well, it's probably not a good idea to have him in that venue. And so the venue got shook and canceled the show. Mm-hmm. So like it made you feel sad for this person who you wouldn't yeah. probably know their backstory or really care. Yeah. No. And it just it gives you clarification like what he's doing. Yeah. How how different his life is yeah, now and how sure. like yo this is his only way out. So like I like I was saying I didn't know his music before mm-hmm. of the stuff they played in the movie I really did not like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but as a like human and as a character in this film he was one of the ones that I was like oh my god like I really want you really to succeed. Yeah. Like I really want you to like do this and like be successful but yeah like like i was saying before those are the two stories mm-hmm. what's jamie prime's uh story in this movie all he does in the entire film is get a tattoo of his daughter that's it uh he talks about some stuff he talks about how he came up with the six and like what it means and stuff but there's nothing there <laughs> what's big lean's story big lean had a friend that died from gang violence or whatever it was what's his story <laughs> like that's it basically right? like yo look where i'm coming from this is like the bullshit that they put us in and look at us rising totally but <laughs> that was it but that's it right and like that's not a story that's obvious i mean it's like a soundbite <laughs> yeah yeah it's a soundbite 100 percent. and yeah come down yeah. was just like pretty much showing off with their strength as a group which is yeah. that they're fun people to be around totally they're right. like kind of the comic relief of the movie they are so yeah and that's what made it entertaining like i like them as people but i don't i don't sure. i haven't heard any of your music it was so fun to like watch them yeah. in this film and like talk, talk about how you wanted pineapples backstage and like it and, was funny and, and Fiji puking when he found out there's 900 people yeah. there's 900 <laughs> yeah and them like being genuinely scared that like nobody's gonna show up to yeah, the show yeah they were like, scared that no one shows up and that you had your little happy ending moment yeah, where 900 sure. people show up and yeah. they had a great show and but it's funny too because like the footage of that show like they're clearly lip syncing the whole time yeah <laughs> like leaned over to you and I was like you but it makes see? sense like yo this one was like fucking going. hungover by the time he yeah. hit the stage. <laughs> one was just hungry, nearly passed out because he pineapple. didn't get his pineapple. Yeah, and then and then the last person, of course, which is like I said, jacuzzi, which they didn't go into any backstory. They're just like, hey. uh you're kind of killing it and uh yeah. well let's show let's show a bunch of footage of you being an awesome performer yeah and you performing all over the world mm-hmm. and you like, and you recording some recording. new music mm-hmm. which i like i thought his story with well his story but his part in the movie was like actually really important because yeah. it like frames the whole thing yes right? like right. it gives you the thing you're aspiring towards yeah right? without introducing drake <laughs> Or just well, they talk about Drake in the movie. No, but like he wasn't. It wasn't like oh, like EXO wasn't the tip of the friggin' mountain. You get what I mean? Like they weren't all trying to just sign an EXO and that be done. Like they all had their own companies. They're all like coming up with their own crews type of shit. Yeah, except for Jimmy Prime, I guess. But anyways, (laughs) Prime Boys. Prime Boys. Um. Yeah. So now we can talk about like I said, ladies first. Walk one with the women. So we like. We're the gal them. This is the probably the saddest thing about this whole thing, but I didn't even like remotely think about that or like it didn't pop into my brain until like I went online that night or the next day and people were talking about it. And I was like, oh yeah, you know what? There are no women in that movie. But there are no women in any movie like this. Yeah. So that's why it's not but really a thing. We had Northside come out earlier this yes, year. For and sure. Yeah. They they Thank did you, Nathan. Yeah. They did they talked to at least 
uh, Samo. They talk yeah. to uh, and I Ellen, think that Aaron that's Ashley. a thing that's like starting to be yeah. a thing or whatever. But it's a hundred percent not something that I expected to be showcased, yeah. and it's not something that like which is really sad and awful. But it's not something that I was looking for in that movie. Like, that was my thing, too. Like, I agree with you 1,000%. It was almost like, I didn't even know it was a problem until I hit on Twitter, and I'm like, yo, that's what your takeaway was? Like, the fact that you guys are even expecting it. And it was, like you said, it was sad. Like, yo, I'm not even expecting women to be in it, because here we go, we have all-male cast, we have, you know, a male director. Like, I'm not even expecting, like, hip-hop doesn't, I mean, sorry, but, like, right now, there's never really been that, like, focus, right? You have the big, big ones, but... But that's, that's a problem. Most definitely. Yeah. That's a larger so, like, issue. I'm not I'm not saying that like I came out of it and was like, oh whatever, there were no women. No, no, it was like hugely eye opening to me personally that like I didn't even notice. But that's or, the like, thing. It's like, yo, how do you tell a balanced story? And Erin Ashley actually has a direct quote. This is from her Twitter, shout out. Um, she's like, yo, People, keep in mind, and I'm paraphrasing the beginning. I was like, you, you're, parap- like, you're yo, paraphrasing a, a direct quote. Hold on, now it's a direct quote. Oh, what a bomba. <laughs> the six didn't rise without women. She sent that tweet out on November 17th at 9.49 a.m. Yeah, it was People, right after the movie. Yeah. don't motherfucking forget that women were just as important in fucking hip-hop rising and every fucking musical genre in the fucking yeah. world. Women are just a part of this world as men. Never forget our fucking story. Stop cutting us out because what's going to happen is the, the script is going to flip and you're, you guys aren't going to win. <laughs> like, straight up. All right, so I said my piece. Anyways, <laughs> so back to what you were saying, Marta. Is that uh, I'm, it, I'm, it was unbalanced. It, it, you, you can't tell a full story, especially yeah. about Toronto, yeah. and have key parts missing out. Yes. yes. Like, I for sure think that they needed to feature some women, but a lot of, like, the criticism in this movie is, where was blank, and where was this person, and where was that? Obviously, you're never going to tell a story about every person. Of course. Yeah. But there were things that were missing. And like you said, it's all about them having the same This one narrative that they wanted to push. Thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So... The, the like I was looking back because the big joke to me is noisy as a publication, mm-hmm. noisy like Vice as mm-hmm. I noticed I said Vice as so like the Toronto Vice, mm-hmm. <laughs> they put out the essential guide to Toronto rap, mm-hmm. yep. which came out I want to say March, yeah, can't remember, that long. Yeah. yeah, and that had like that had each borough kind of broken up and like where each artist is from and people mm-hmm. to look into and et cetera et cetera. Now, that same list had Deja SB, who could yes. have been on this. Shout, happy birthday, Deja. Hey. And uh, her EP just dropped today. You Are Not My Mans is on it. It's a fire track. Uh, the Sorority, yes. who have been performing all over, doing and their yeah, thing. And who are amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and like fucking just talented motherfuckers. Yeah. They, like, they had the stage on Manifesto, like they yeah. went in. No. Another girl named Layla Hendricks was on that same list. Mm. Uh, plus my girl, Tasha the Amazon, who pulled me on stage at Manifesto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so many other uh, female MCs. So it's funny that like they met, you said the director and people were from Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yes. Why not get the same people who worked on that list yeah. to be a part or even have some kind of input Just, on this movie yeah, if they didn't know, that. if they're like, you know what, maybe maybe because, you know, we weren't there. Maybe someone was like, hey, we should put some women in this. Right. And they're like, well, we don't know any. Yeah. Well, uh, it's not like your same publication didn't put out a list about Toronto. Also, I'm sorry, but we don't know any. It's yeah. like the worst excuse it, ever. It's not even an excuse. It's yeah, not it's just, You know someone it's said that. It's fucking lazy yeah. as fuck. My whole and point you're is right. like, Somebody this is for what sure happens. Said that. This is what happens when you have, in a sense, like, clearly you can know that, like, 
the people bringing out this project. And I'm not I'm not trying to knock the project. Like I'm uh, thank no, you yeah, for inviting it, it was, me. It was, it was good. It was, it was good for what it. A, a if cool, you take it at face yeah. value, it is what it is. You get what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. It was great. And um, it was very entertaining. Exactly. Yeah. You dig a little bit deeper, and you're like, yeah. oh, okay, hold totally. on. Yeah. Yeah. That's... It, something like this can potentially be dangerous yes. because one you're pointing you're painting a picture of toronto for the main stage it's a very narrow scope exactly yes. for yes. a place as diverse exactly. as toronto yeah you, it's you a said disservice. it best perfectly when you said it earlier today where you said for a place as multicultural diverse as mm-hmm. toronto that's and that's our claim to fame mm-hmm. right that's the first thing what's Toronto? Oh, it's diverse but the very yeah, different yeah, people yeah. there right yeah. and free even says that right he's mm-hmm. like oh you could have like uh, I'm African and I go over here and I hear Jamaican music and then I go yeah. over here and then I hear like hip hop and then I go over here and I'm learning languages from my boys that are Chinese and I'm yeah. over, right yeah. like we have that unique aspect to us but part of that is having the women like yeah and yeah. Uh, other arguments on Twitter were like hey what about like if they didn't want to have any women rappers what about the women producers like exactly. Wonder Girl what, what about come on yeah Wonder Girl like come on what about really? what about uh, the women DJs mm-hmm. yo like, the point is you don't have to walk very far to hear a, like you don't have to hear yeah. you don't have to go yeah. anywhere to hear like female influences in Toronto exactly like, like, just especially in the DJ world like some of the city's best DJs are women in the, Toronto like, for sure hands down Back. so what right <laughs> managers producers and, people on all scopes and the thing is like it's totally fine to have a narrow scope and to tell one specific story but you can't ignore everything else you yeah. have to acknowledge that it's all there Right. No, it was just like when people ask them, like, oh, what, like, what's the next project, right? Yes. And they're like, oh, we yeah. want to do a flip side. Ooh, cool, what's the flip side? Producers. You still didn't mention, what, like, you're still missing, like, half the story that needs to be told. What are you yeah. talking yeah. about? I actually think that's cool, though, that they want to do one about No, my whole point. <laughs> no, 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 that's great, right? Yeah. But my whole point is you're still, I feel like you, you're still not acknowledging that major part. Yeah. Don't forget that. And then, like, even Jacuzzi, he sent out his own list, like, yo, hire some people of color. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, You know? I was going to say that. That's what, yeah, we were all thinking of that to, like, close on, which is, like, Chaz to Dan was like, yeah, so that thing was dope. Uh, You only need to hire more people of color and women. And, yeah. But it's like, yo, on the real, you mean to tell me there was not one woman in all of their crews? None of them rapping with them? Nobody's mama's driving you guys back and forth? Nobody's feeding you? Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeezy shrug. (laughs) Sorry. They sh- they highlighted what they wanted to on film, yes. right? Yeah, and they cut sure. and pieced yeah. together what yeah. they wanted to yeah. on 100%. film, and we watched, and these were our thoughts. That was our fresh young perspective on it. Ah, ah, ah. But, yeah, it is what it is. It's kind of cool that we had kind of two documentaries about the city in the yes. same year. Yes, so, again, there's more to Toronto than just Drake, yeah. the OVO mandems, yes. the XO mandems. There's more to Toronto. There's also a whole lot of women. So... <laughs> I, like I said, that you should look up The Essential uh, Guide to Toronto Rap by Noisy. It was written by Shireen Taylor, uh, Jabari, Styx helped out. A whole bunch of people from Toronto. Yeah, Toronto people. The, like, five black people advice <laughs> uh, helped put, t- put it together. Most of whom are freelance advice. Right, yeah. <laughs> the the Vice Us crew came together and, put, and, like, go through that list and realize that, A, each kind of borough has its own sound. Yeah, so by the way, there's six... In case you guys kind of missed that. <laughs> and there's a lot going on than just yeah. 
that I like I can't reiterate that enough. And yeah. hopefully people are starting to see that. Like I said, with these two docs that are out and probably more in the works. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to touch on that would kind of make a good show? Or oh, okay. So back to that, like. Yo, it, it all comes down to your heart. It all comes down to quality. Like, that's one thing that we kind of agreed on in the beginning. Yeah. It's like, we can tell when your heart's in it, and we can tell when it's just a money grab. Yeah. And the people who are doing it for a money grab, you're not going to last because, yo, it takes so much thought, effort, consistency mm -hmm. just to blow people away. Yeah. Like, you could have the coolest message, the most thoughtful thing, but if you don't piece it together in the right way with the right team, you're not going to go far. Right? Like, Toronto is, like, a big place, but it's a small place. Mm -hmm. Right? There's people in the city willing to help you. We all just need to come together. And I feel like mm -hmm. once we get that, once we all start supporting each other, once, like you said, like, yo, we went to this place, and, like, look how many people we already, like, we know the names, we yeah. know the faces, right? And, like, the rappers said it themselves, like, yo, we all know each other. Yeah. So, like, yo, on the publication side, like, you know, people are going to start bouncing around and your fans are going to start coming out in droves and wanting to see that and we're ex like we have high hopes right like we love toronto just as much as you guys do so just give us back what we need and we're going to mm -hmm. support each other so focus on that yo focus on your music focus on your quality you guys have some fantastic phenomenal people to look up to like jazz has has set a bar for you guys drake has set a bar like he's a great performer like mm -hmm. Stop fucking lip syncing. You get you yeah. get what I'm saying? Yo, focus on the art cover. Focus on your merchandise. Focus on all the little things that you think people don't matter, like people don't pay attention to, because those are the things that we take away at the end of the night. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Get your fans involved. Don't be afraid to talk to us. Don't be afraid to come out after the show. Don't don't act like a rock star and just like put on your shades and then like, you get what I'm saying? Interact, especially when you're a smaller act in these smaller venues. Get out there. People love that shit. We eat that shit up. We take it home and we walk with it, yeah. right? But like I said, it all starts with the music. So focus on that and then everything else will follow. That's all I have to say. That I, I can't even beat that. I was like, <laughs> that that's it, guys. You, you have the blueprint right there. Just listen to that part. Blueprint. Every day before you go into the studio and then you're, you'll, you'll pull out some bangers. Just listen to that. Yo, send us some music. <laughs> Only good shit, though. <laughs> so if you do want to send us some tunes, where would they send that? Yo, you would send it to freshyoungperspective at gmail.com. That's the one. Yo, and if, yo, send me a fucking link on your SoundCloud at queen underscore Midas. <laughs> all caps lock. Spell know. Midas with a Y. Do you want to start those floodgates? No, <laughs> I'm opening it up because I'm not afraid to tell you your music is trash. You can ask some people on my Instagram. <laughs> Yo, keep in mind, I am. I was born in Toronto, okay? Mm. I'm a rude girl at heart. She's not afraid so. to tell you the nice it, okay? All right. So, like I said, follow us on all the socials. Anything else you want to throw out? That's it. So that's been the end of season one. Season Thanks for one rocking with us. Rocking Yo, the triplex hit it to 10 episodes. <laughs> Yo, for real. 10 episodes. And uh, we'll be back. You know what? We'll cook. We'll go in the lab. We'll Again, we'll probably take a little, little time to piece things together, kind of like how we gave you this nice meaty episode. Yeah. We'll take a bit of time, you know, to piece things together and come back in season two and slap you with some quality up in your head top, my guy. We're working on ways to make Better yeah, better. bigger and better for season two. Yeah, done. Just like Jacuzzi said, man, you Get gotta, ready. you gotta always work. You can't just, you can't just expect the likes. You can't just expect the tweets. You can't just expect the retweets. You can't just expect the listens. No, you gotta deliver quality. Yeah, that's what we're working on too. Advice. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So, I've been your host. Well, one to three of the triplex. <laughs> D, aka the last minute king, aka the madman them. All right. 
Queen Midas. You already know this. My name is, or you can call me Shaw, either or. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter. And Marta at Bless This Beast. And that's been Fresh Young Perspective. Perspective.